0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Awaken Together podcast. I'm Jen. And I'm Kat. And today we are giving you Psychic Abilities episode 2.0. Welcome. (laughs) Our first episode of Psychic Abilities is definitely one of our top most popular episodes. And we wanted to bring it back for this season and kind of go over what has changed since episode one for each of us because It's crazy. The more you work on these psychic abilities, the stronger they get perceived. And it was so fun to re listen back to that first episode where Kat realized that. her cat that she had was named Jennifer. We found a synchronicity in the episode and it was just so fun. And I have we have so many stories for you of how this has changed for us. We really do. It's hard to believe that it's been
1: two years about since we recorded that episode. So naturally, we're different people. Uh, We've been developing and growing and practicing our own psychic abilities since then. So even more just to elaborate and share on.
0: Yeah, so if you could, Kat, give us just a recap of the psychic abilities. We'll do that to kind of give you some just information before we go into all of this. If these topics are very new to you, or if you haven't even listened to our first episode, it's totally okay. These are things that definitely just continue to be unpacked as you go down a spiritual path, and it's really something that you can lean into, but you don't have to, but I think it's beautiful and we can use these gifts in so many powerful ways when we do pay attention to them and we give them more space to grow and be perceived. Yes. So starting with the Claire's,
1: um, we have... Our clairs are really the way that we interact with the world. And so Jen and I were both super passionate about senses. I mean Jen, your business is Senseful Wellness,
0: right? It's so funny when we piece that together that me and you had this like fascination with digging yeah. into sensory play, the yeah. senses as a whole, like it was so wild when we piece that together.
1: Totally. My thesis project and my advanced yoga teacher training was all about the senses. And um, I I created a special yoga class where we dove into each of the senses and created this whole sensory experience to really drop in and entertain them. And I think it is, it's uh, no shock that really it's how we interact with the world. But Jen, I think we're also a little bit more sensitive to them, right?
0: (laughs) Absolutely. It's our way of perceiving energy. We all have it. But yeah, I think for me and you, this has been something that because we started our spiritual path so long ago, we're definitely like seeing that roll out as a passion and a gift that we can utilize. Exactly.
1: And it's kind of cool because we interact with the different clairs in different ways. So without further ado, I'm going to kind of share each of them um, and then we can kind of dig into each and share our experiences with them. So, starting with clairvoyance, um, this is the one that I most closely resonate with. And after I was listening to our first episode, at that time, claircognizance was really speaking to me, clear knowing. But clairvoyance, which is clear sight, clear seeing, um, continues to just be like the one that I'm always coming back to. And so, ways that this comes out for me when I think about like my memory. Um, whenever I am trying to recall something that I read in a book, I will literally close my eyes and see where I read something on the page. And then I can see the words in my mind. Um, and my, my memory is really closely tied to it. Same with directions. I had mentioned this in our first episode about it. Like, I have a really strong internal compass, really strong internal clock, and I will see in my mind where I took a left, where I took a right, and be able to hold that vision. And something that I've been recently playing with and exploring is uh, shape-shifting. And this is one of those really esoteric concepts that, for me, it comes across when I'm having a really great deep conversation with someone who is on a similar frequency as me and I can kind of just feel it like the way I can best describe it is we're just vibing, you know? <laughs> we're just vibing. Mm-hmm. We're, like, looking into each other's eyes, eyes locked, super present with each other, getting deep, and I will just get this little glimmer in their eyes like I'll see it. And I'm, like, in my mind, like, there it is. We're having one of those moments. It almost feels like their pupils dilate so much that their eyes are almost all black. And their shit, their face will start to kind of go into these wavy formations, And it's super trippy. It It feels very spiritual. And that's (laughs) when I know it's like, okay, I'm talking to this person's soul, like we are at Mm -hmm. that soul level. And this like vessel that's holding it is starting to kind of dissipate and fade away. And I'm just seeing them like so clearly.
0: (laughs) I love it. And yeah, clairvoyance is always so strong for you. And that's definitely something that as you tune up the gift of clairvoyance, clear seeing, you really do start seeing more like fractal patterns outside of things. And not only when you're tripping on (laughs) plant medicines and other things but in psychedelics but you literally will start seeing the shapes and patterns of things like enhance I feel like you start seeing auras a lot more clearly around stuff seeing like yeah actual auras around objects around people colors around people just Even like looking in the sky and being able to see a lot more shapes and patterns, like it manifests as dreams. It manifests as a lot of strong like visual learning and being really tied and connected to that way. And Kat, that's so cool that that's kind of like ended up manifesting for you as even having more depth that when you're really tuning in with someone, you get to see all these added visuals. I love that.
1: Totally. Yeah, it's super interesting. And um, actually, one of my best friend's husbands, he also is pretty clairvoyant. And we just learned the other day that we both tend to get ocular migraines, which Mm. is when one of your eyes will go like totally blind. And it's kind of a feeling when you're looking at the sun and then you look away. It's that like black flashing light but it just doesn't go away and you haven't been looking at the sun and so um, I think there might be some correlation here I don't know what it is but just that whole like third eye space being super activated and um, that's that's how clairvoyance recently has been showing up for me. Love it. Yeah. So to pop over to the next one, Jen, Claire sentience. I say your mm. name because this is the one that's <laughs> consistently strong for
0: you. <laughs> yeah, I'll explain it a little bit. So Claire sentience is really clear feeling. And this definitely manifests a bunch of different ways. And I've watched it like ebb and flow for me. Um, it can be perceived as just really heightened sensation like along your skin, like getting goosebumps when something is happening or feeling really crazy temperature sensations. Like I'll be in someone's presence and I can feel like warmth hitting certain areas of my body. I can feel cold coming off of people. And sometimes this is manifested as like feeling it just like on my own skin. I am also an ASMR girly. I (laughs) fall asleep to ASMR all the time. It's wild, uh, right? These ASMR videos, like someone is brushing someone's hair and I feel feel it as if someone was brushing brushing my hair with the fullest clarity it's wild um and yeah so this can come off as physical sensations and a lot of i've been able to piece a lot of information on how i'm shown stuff in that way like I will do energy work on people. Me and Kat are both trained as Reiki practitioners and I can feel these sensations like I'll get to a spot and I'll be able to feel more heat there and knowing that there's more energy and something to be like looked at. I also will feel cold patches on people where energy is not wanting to flow and that can all come through. Usually it's shown on my body and sensed through my palms when I do that. But there's also another layer of being able to feel connection to physical pain in other people. I mentioned this in the first episode, but it continues to get stronger and it's just been so wild. I go, I work in physical therapy. I have 15 years experience in healthcare and when I tune in to my own body before I enter like a patient's room or go to check in on them. I will know what's coming from me because I can do a tune in and then I can look at a patient and then be able to feel what got added into my physical body as a sensation and it's wild. I will feel like all of a sudden like hyper awareness of my hip and I can ask like is something going on with your hip today? (laughs) Yes, every time. It's like so accurate and it really happens when I'm going to be like tuned in and working with someone and that can sense like kind of already there to be working. But I definitely, um, beyond the layer of physical pain, it's also emotions. And I think sentient is also very like closely and en- meshed and entangled in what people perceive as being really empathetic. If you are able to feel what someone else is feeling, you have to like learn to know where you start and other people begin. But a lot of times, it can be this gift to enter a space and then know what the feeling is in that room, even on an emotional level, because you know then like where to meet that. And I think out the clarity of it, you can get really overwhelmed because it can feel like all these feelings are just ebbing and flowing and coming in. And I think when you see it as a gift, it's really cool because I think as long as you do more regular tune ins to yourself, I've been able to really see that I can see like I'm feeling really good today. Then I'll enter a space and I'll feel like a wave of sadness. And it gives me information of like, hey, I'm here to hold space for you. Is stuff going on? Like, do you need a space to vent? Like if I have that ability to hold hold that container Um, and so yeah it's it kind of is just a full encompass of sensations feelings um, yeah all of the things, <laughs> all of the things, and you were mentioning how this also comes across in sex for you. <laughs> oh yeah, yes, yeah. So, yeah. So it's wild. I have noticed that the more I've trained into this gift, I do a lot of practice. Like I, I took the um, train in Chicago for three months, and like just got to like play into reading people energetically, just like on the train, just to like keep practicing it. It's like a form of meditation. <laughs> But I've noticed that the deeper I go into like intimacy and deeper connection with people, like you were saying, Kat, even with the eye contact with people that clairvoyance comes stronger, the more intimate of a space I get in, the more I can really merge those sensations with other people. And when I enter like a very intimate or sexual experience, I can really feel what the other person's experiencing and drop into that void where everything is kind of blended and shared. And so psychic sex like who'd have thought <laughs> psychic sex Wild. we've got to coin that <laughs> I love it <laughs>
1: Wild. Yeah.
0: Can you imagine the training program? <laughs> oh, my God. I know, right? Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes. I'm always just seeing stuff with my eyes closed during sex. So
1: I think we are really yeah. Both of our gifts. I'm
0: sitting there, f- f- yeah, feeling the other person's pleasure in my own body. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is special. <laughs> I love it. So cool. I love it. All yes. right. Moving on to the
1: next. Yes. Next one we have is clear cognizance. This is clear knowing. This is your gut, this is your intuition. It's like clear, yes, no, right, wrong. Um, just like that that clear sense of confidence in knowing. And then we have clear, clear audience, which is our clear hearing. So this is hearing things that maybe aren't actually there, but are being sent as messages. And then we have Gustance, which is clear taste, and clairolfictance, which is clear smelling. And this last one is the one that I was told during a psychic medium session that I actually have the gift for, like I'm predisposed to it. And in reflecting, kind of reading about it more recently, I had that realization of like, okay, well, clairvoyance is my third eye. And then the next chakra below that, that I'm always connecting with, that's always like either really blocked or really open. It's just like more present for me is um, my sense of smell. And so it's just the next one down, right? And um, it's funny because I will smell things that maybe other people don't, maybe they're there, maybe they're not, maybe it's spirit coming through, sending me a message of maybe something that was there before. Like if I'm entering into a space and I smell burnt hair, um, asking like, was this place ever a hair salon? And being told yes, right?
0: Like that, that Mm -hmm. kind of thing, Um, which is pretty crazy. I love it. And I was telling Kat, like, I feel like her and Danny, my husband, like, they love to pick stuff up and smell it all the time. Like, it's, it's funny to see that that connection for you is like a chance to read energy. Like, Danny will just like be smelling and you can tell he'll get a piece once he like knows what something smells like and really has had that moment. (laughs)
1: Yeah, like energy connecting with its energy. A hundred percent.
0: Danny and I are the same in that way. <laughs> I don't do
1: that. So <laughs> but funny. But I love it. God, put I me in a it. candle shop and <laughs> leave me
0: for hours. <laughs> oh, man. I don't very even un- think twice about what I am smelling. So I think, it, yeah, the people that are more sensitive to that, it's it's crazy. And yeah, as an overview, I still want to talk about a couple of these. But yeah, what you are more sensitive to sensory wise is worth noting, because that very much could be the, the gift that you could tune more into and actually understand that you are receiving energetic reads and messages that you could actually organize into patterns if you gave it some more conscious space and thought. And I was going to share... for me, I used to not say that I really didn't have a lot of like clairvoyance, like I didn't feel as connected to that. But the more that I have focused on meditations and practice like seeing energy, it's crazy how much it's enhanced. Like I can see auras around people very consistently now when that was really troublesome. I also think I mentioned this in an episode, but it became so cool that the more Reiki I practice on myself, and the more clients that I have worked with, like I see light coming out of my hands like so consistently now. And it's really wild to actually see the color right there like coming out of my palm. And that's just been so beautiful too to see how that has changed and shifted for me. And another really cool thing that I don't know if I've mentioned that has been so wild, if I say out loud, like where where in the heck is my hairbrush? Like, where did I put it? I can look in my mind and I will literally just get a picture of something. And it happens all the time. And it's not always like, it's. it feels different than a remembering like where you put it, even though I feel like those two can be very tied in the same. But it's just such a clear image. And this happens sometimes in places like I'll, be like, I wonder where the bathroom is, and then I'll get like a picture and I'll know which direction to go. And I have noticed this now and now I see that it happens all the time. And normally I wouldn't have thought twice of it, but I really am shown just a lot more pictures and I play a lot more things out as movies in my mind than I think I was giving myself credit for and actually paying attention to. And now that I've slowed down, I've started noticing that one has really come through a lot more. That is something. That
1: is super cool. And we're going to do a little exercise at the end where we'll actually instruct you how to play and explore through your awareness, kind of like Jen's how Jen's explaining. So stay mm-hmm. tuned for that. Um, yes. But yeah, with the clear sentience too, out of all of them, that is one that I've been really uh, exploring more in myself and picking up when I'm feeling something like in my heart or in my shoulder or um, in my belly and I'm connecting with with somebody else asking them like are you also experiencing this and the answers always been yes and it's like yeah. okay yep i'm feeling that too i'm picking up on you um so yeah it's like the more that we're present with things the more that we're regulated that's important too um and mm-hmm. able to access more of like a clear space um with our own our own like mental body uh the the more clear that these clairs can come through
0: yeah, what's what's another one that you feel like has really changed, like in um, even, yeah, some of the ones we haven't gone to talk about, like claircognizance? Yeah,
1: claircognizance is one too, where sometimes I find myself, like, doubting myself with my claircognizance, um, so this is kind of an interesting one in how I've been experiencing it lately, is, you know, when you have, when you're, like, driving in a car and you will see, a car crash in your mind about, like, oh, man, if I, like, took this turn or something, you can kind of just see your mind and, like, see things going to dark places. Do you experience that? Is it just me? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I no <laughs> okay. I feel uh-huh. like it's probably most of us Um, kind of, like, going into that daydreamy, like, what if? And so— mm-hmm. I'm trying to not just be like, oh, you're just making this up in your head and thinking like, oh, well, maybe if I hadn't taken this turn at this time, that could have been what I've been seeing, right? Like maybe Mm -hmm. if I was just a second later, that could have happened. And so just trying to be more compassionate with myself and these visions that I have and not just write them off of like, Oh, you're just being delusional or you're just being yeah. crazy or just seeing things or you're you're leaning into your fear too much. It's like, "Oh no, like I I am safe, um and it's because I'm protected and I'm mm-hmm. on this path and I'm actually listening and here with the messages I'm getting." So that's kind of a, a obtuse version of that, but it's how it's been coming across for me lately.
0: I love that. And yeah, it's I think for sure we can get so fixated on those fear patterns and be really scared. And we talked about this in the first episode that all of these gifts, because we are not trained as a society to think this way, it can feel really, um, yeah, it can feel really off and like something that you shouldn't lean to. And you can think that you're overthinking stuff. But it's not that you have to like hyper fixate and go crazy into these things. I think what it really is meant to do is just add a layer of surrendering and trusting and just realizing more of our connectedness to the things around us and the people, the things, uh, you know, it's it's a beautiful way just to remember connectivity. It's not meant to yeah, drive you mad and crazy, but it is cool. I think that there's just a lot of things that are already happening where you are utilizing those gifts. And I hear so many people say that they are like not psychic in any way, you know, like they just don't have it. And I just think that is where these conversations I think are important because a lot of what we are experiencing is happening to everyone. And when we share our own experience, a lot can get better, you know, a lot can feel better and we are connectedness to that information can be less around fear and a lot less isolating. Um, For me... Claire, cognizance and like learning to trust my gut is also like noticing when I really want something, what that feels like in my body and like kind of developing a landscape of what, like when something's a very clear yes, instead of just grabbing for it unconsciously and moving quickly, like noting where I feel that in my body, like just moving a a little slower to the things that are definite yeses, because then I can also start to figure out what a definite no feels like, because it's the opposite of the yes. And I think for me, that's been a way to train up that claircognizance for me. Um, Another thing I really wanted to mention is using and using my tarot cards and using my oracle cards and stuff too. It's really cool to practice that kind of communication with the spirit realm or with higher self, the universe, like energetically, because I, I personally, instead of like shuffling the deck, I just like fan the cards out in front of me and I hover a hand over the cards and it's just very clear. (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And it's just very clear, like, which cards I'm supposed to pick up. They light up under my palm. It's like a direct energy. It'll be, like, cold. And then all of a sudden, it'll be, like, staticky and warm right on the card. And it's just really cool because I've seen that get a lot stronger, too. But even learning that sensation through my cards, that sensation comes through in other things now. Like, I do a lot of energy reads with trees and, like, I mean, trees are... Like a love story of themselves that I could talk about. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But, you know, like hovering close around plants, I'll get that same yes energy read in my palm. Like I'll know when something is for me. And that's just been a cool way that that has kind of developed for me, too.
1: Love that. And um, another thing that we wanted to bring up is synesthesia. And so basically what synesthesia is, this happens, um, it basically means the senses are being swapped. And so this happens really commonly when we are paying attention to our psychic worlds. You may have also experienced this when um, exploring with plant medicine, the psychoactive kind particularly. So basically when you like see people as in different colors or you're tasting colors or when you think of colors you see different people like different people come to mind it's this whole different way of approaching the world um, with using our senses but they're kind of getting like the wires are crossed and so it's like In our common language, it might not make sense, but when you speak with somebody who's had similar experiences, it can be incredibly validating. And so this has happened to me with my clairvoyance quite a bit, especially lately, since both you and I, Jen, we read the book Become a Medical Intuitive by Tina Zion, Mm -hmm. and we have lots of takeaways, and we'll share some more of those, especially the exercise we'll share at the end comes from this book. But um When I look at people now, and it's not all people, um, it can be on Instagram, it can be in person, it can be uh, on TV, I'll see them and sometimes they will look like a weird color to me. To me, it's usually like a yellowy color um, or even like a reddish color and I will just get this feeling of like, ooh, like they're sick, like something in their physical body is not thriving. Like there's some disease, there's something going on. Most recently, I remember looking at someone who I used to work with in my old job on Instagram. And I was just looking at her and I was like, you know, she looks different than she used to. Um, I can't pinpoint what it is, but her coloring's different. And her neck kind of looks a bit bigger to me. And it's weird that like, those things would stick out right um mm-hmm. when i haven't seen this person in a really long time and then i saw like a week later that she shared that she's been dealing with um thyroid issues and it's like pretty severe and extreme for her and she was asking for like suggestions on social media for it And i just had this moment of like whoa um that's Mm -hmm. exactly what I was noticing like the neck the color all of that so um don't just write those things off is my tip um take it for what it is uh, maybe note it like in your mind in a journal and if you feel comfortable like talking with somebody about it whether it is the person that you're um drawing that awareness for um you could even just ask like Hey, how's your health been lately? I don't know, like, if you're open to hearing this, but I just got this weird feeling and it's something I'm exploring. And if you're open to talking about it, I'd love to, if not, like, totally respect that too. Um, Just getting that consent.
0: Yeah, that's so cool. And for me, like synesthesia, um, I think this is something that they found has a super common parallel to people that fall into one of the neurodivergent uh, diagnoses too. There's a much higher correlation, which that's food for thought in a whole other way. But yeah, the synesthesia for me, I am... I feel sound on my skin. It's crazy. Um, So for me, when I listen to music, I definitely like feel actual sensations like so much deeper than just hearing the music and just feeling nice. It comes through as very, tactile like sensations like hitting my skin. And so when something's really like unpleasant or even if someone is talking that is just like in a really negative space, my skin will have almost like a scratchy sensation hitting on it. I'm very very I I know what people's voices feel like <laughs> on my skin, which is really crazy. Cool. And Yeah, it's just very blended for me. I think that's another reason ASMR is, like, so powerful for me, these, like, videos, because when someone is talking, I can just feel it so, so easily as a sensation. But it's been really cool to kind of work through that, too, because it gives me this really heightened experience when I'm talking in, like, a very positive way. It, like, yeah, it's just, like oozes out in this like really cool experience and music for me is just so therapeutic because there is just such a connectedness with all of that added tactile sensation so I've used it as a way to meditate a lot deeper and that's been really cool to be able to um, get clearer on what I'm sensing and what I'm feeling.
1: Very cool. It's like a massage in a way, right? Yeah, it is. The best self-care ever. (laughs) Makes sense why like light language, ASMR are some tools that like have really resonated with you too.
0: Absolutely. I love it.
1: For me, too, um, as you're speaking, I I noticed that, like, when there's a kind of a, a rash sound, whether it's, like, a random loud thing, um, I will feel it in my aura, too. And it'll feel kind of like shards of glass, like, really prickly, like, scratchy, like mm-hmm. you're saying. So I can yeah. definitely feel that.
0: Yeah. I love it. Yeah. You yeah. can work on that, too. Tune in. <laughs> totally.
1: Totally. Well, Jen, did you have anything else to share on the clairs or anything before we head into our um
0: exercise no thank yeah thank you guys for listening and i hope that yeah we maybe helped you connect some dots and i think just the main final takeaway before we give you the tool is just to remember that there is so much importance in slowing down and carving out time to focus on this stuff. It's a form of meditation, and we're going to share some exercise that parallel into that. But yeah, this is something that we all have, and knowing which gifts are louder and clearer for you just takes some slowing down and noticing, and that has so many benefits to all of the things that we discuss on this podcast and our mental health, our physical health, and obviously our spiritual health as well. That's right. Well said.
1: And we're going to lean into that now into a little bit of that clearing and grounded energy since it is so important to just make space and clear the mind so that we can be present with our senses and awareness. So if you are listening to this podcast in a car, I would maybe recommend pausing it and returning to it at another time if you're driving specifically. Otherwise, get nice and comfortable you can either find a tall seat you can lie down anything that's going to enable you to be really really present and cozy begin with just a little bit of breath work to presence our bodies and our minds So take a deep breath in through your nose. Feel the cooling sensation on your nostrils as you pull fresh air in. Open your mouth and sigh it out. Listen to the sound of your breath as you exhale. Again, inhale through your nose. Open your mouth and give it back. One more time, just like that. Deep breath in, fill up. Exhale, pour it all out. Seal your lips and continue breathing in and out through your nose. Nice and slow. Being
2: present with every moment. From the top of your inhale to the very bottom of your exhale. Now, if you closed your eyes,
1: I want you to open them back up for just a moment. Take a look around you and land your eyes on an object. Something in front of you. No need to overthink of it. Just take a look at it and see it in great detail. Take in its colors,
2: its size, its shape, maybe even the energy that it's giving you. Maybe it's hard, soft, welcoming, or even neutral.
1: Now, close your eyes and hold that image of that object in your mind's eye. Continue with your eyes closed, seeing this object in great detail.
2: Can you notice even anything new about this object that you didn't notice when your eyes were open to it? Let that image go from your mind. Clear it as if you are wiping down a
1: chalkboard. Now picture yourself here as you sit or lay and see yourself. Just like you're looking at you with open eyes, but in your mind's eye. Starting from the top of your head, how's your hair looking? No need to cast any judgment, just take it in. What's your face doing? What's your expression? Are your eyebrows soft? Are they furled? What does that look like?
2: Working your way down.
1: Down to your chest, what are you wearing? How are you sitting or laying on the surface that you're on? And what does the space that you're in look like from the angle
2: that you're viewing it from?
1: Now here's where we get a little fancy. We're going to change our perspective and actually zoom out. So, in your mind's eye, take your awareness, your perspective into the corner of the room that you're in. You get to choose
2: which corner. Is it close to the
1: ground in the corner? Is it middle of the wall in the corner? Is it towards the top of the ceiling in the corner? And as if you're looking out on yourself with your eyes from the corner of your space, what do you look like from there?
2: What does the space you're in look like from that angle?
1: Can you picture more and more details? Things that maybe you didn't even notice were there, like dog hair on the couch, a glass of water near your head.
2: Now we're going to shift the
1: perspective again, this time up to the ceiling directly above you. Look down at yourself,
2: maybe the top of your head or if you're laying down your whole body and take in the sights from here. Notice how this simple shift in awareness affects your experience maybe being able to observe more from this different viewpoint.
1: Now we're gonna to journey to one more place. We're actually going to go through the top of the ceiling in the space that you're in all the way up to the rooftop. And this is where we're gonna use our imagination a little bit more. Our imagination is a tool. It's kind of the gateway to psychic abilities. Without tapping into your imagination, tuning into psychic abilities is going to be completely shut down. So let your mind wander without casting judgment on what's right, what's wrong, if you're making it up, if it's true. Really try to trust the sensations that are naturally coming to you. So up to the rooftop we go, and imagine now that you're sitting on your rooftop. If it's slanted, notice the texture underneath and know that you're not going to fall off for the sake of this exercise. What does the texture of your roof
2: feel like to sit on?
1: If you press your hands against it, what are some of the textures that you feel in your hands? Notice if you can feel them now, presently in your physical body.
2: Maybe, maybe not.
1: Now, bring your awareness to your sight as you look around from the top of your roof What do you see? What do you see from this bird's eye view outside? As if you're there right now, like a bird on your roof, what is currently happening outside?
2: What can you hear? What can you smell? What can you taste? Be present with all
1: of these sensations and notice how they create a whole new moment. Like you're really up there. Now, it is said that when we practice these abilities and shifting our perspective, we get really good at it. So much so that in studies, what you experience when you've practiced this for a long time compared to what has actually happened can be the same. We can teleport our energy bodies to experience a whole new world outside of where our physical
2: bodies are.
1: So take a couple more deep breaths, being really present with all of this newfound awareness and sensations in your body. And maybe you even fill up with a sense of gratitude for this practice, simplicity of tuning into your senses, and how that affects how we interact with this big, beautiful world. Take one more deep breath in, all together. Exhale it out. Begin to wiggle your fingers. And draw your awareness from the rooftop back down into your physical body. Reacquaint yourself with the space that you're in. My dog started barking. I think she knows we're back. (laughs) And welcome back. (laughs) Thank you, Kat. Of course thank you and thank you all so much for listening we love your feedback as always um, you can find us on instagram at awaken together podcast please rate to review and follow us and stay tuned for other weekly episodes coming out this season